Hey guys, this is Leticia. And I'm Raina. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Talk. Talk. So we're two young adults who are just trying to figure this thing called life out. So join us on this journey as we figure it out together. Hey guys, welcome back to Real Talk. Hey guys. So um, we just, we want to be real and very honest with you guys. We have been following the news with all of the shootings and all of the, you know, things going on in the past few weeks. And we are just heartbroken. Would you say the same thing right now? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's been a lot. And especially with the rest of everything going on right now with quarantine, a lot of people are navigating in fear and uncertainty. And then just to see that, especially as like two black women, it was it was really, really hard and really aggravating. Yeah. And it's it's like we were talking about this before we started recording, but, you know, it's crazy because these police officers, they're trained these police officers, they're trained to, um, you know, shoot, right? But they shoot to kill every time, and it makes no sense. And then, But then you see the times where, you know, they're chasing after white men and things like that. And this is not against a race, but this is just what we see, right? They chase against white men and things like that, and they don't shoot them. They sometimes get away. Yeah. But when it comes to men of minority, you know, Blacks and Hispanics even, because not just Black men, but also Hispanics and just minorities in general, they shoot to kill, which is the craziest thing because they are trained and and they know how to kill and they know how to not kill, you know? And it's just so crazy to me. I'm sorry. I'm just, it doesn't make any sense. And it really frustrates me because, you know, you are trained to do a job and to protect lives. And even if you thought your life was at danger, you could easily shoot their leg. You could easily shoot their arm yeah. without killing them. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and I know that the situation with this past shooting was two white men that aren't even police officers, which is crazy that they felt like they were entitled to just go hunt a man down. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. And it's wild, too, to see the difference in how the protesters that are protesting the stay-at-home order, how they're being treated versus when we've seen Black Lives Matter protests or just in general situations. Like, there's people with AKs who are out here on Capitol buildings screaming, spitting in the face of law enforcement people, and nothing is happening. Like, they're just looking at them, like, chilling. And that's what I always because think is not crazy. A threat to them. It's so crazy. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So I just I if that doesn't go to show you the problem that we have with race relations yeah. in the United States, like I don't know what will. Because watching those two things happen together, like watching the video of Ahmad Arbery and then watching just people taking to the streets and like I said, spitting in the faces of police officers and nothing happening at yeah. all. Like that's crazy. It's so crazy. And I even saw, you know, on Instagram, um, they were in New York and they were in two separate parts of New York. And in Mm -hmm. one section, the white people were like getting masks and and gloves and things. But then in the other part, the black people, and I don't know all the information. I just saw the videos I saw, but Mm -hmm. like, 
you know, in the other part, it was the black people getting arrested and pulled to the ground. Even a girl, I mean, she swung at the officer, which she shouldn't have done. But, <laughs> you know, they were tackling her to the ground and things like that. It's skinny black girl, you yeah. know. And yes, I mean, she did swing, but she's a skinny black girl. You don't need to, you know, bring that much force either. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, it's just crazy how, um, it's just crazy how all of this and how all of this is happening and how it's continued to happen for so long, you know, but I like what, you know, you said, and we said before we started recording is that, you know, although sometimes we can see this as a government thing or an America thing or a white person thing, this Mm -hmm. is so much bigger than that. Yeah. Right. This is the work of the enemy. Yeah. You know, if, if the Bible says that the enemy comes to kill and to steal and to destroy, Mm -hmm. he's literally doing that through people yeah but it's the work of him yeah you know what i'm saying and so the biggest thing we have to do right now is just pray for this nation y'all yeah like seriously like prayer changes things like the bible says when you when two come together asking anything in his name in jesus's name it will be done yeah you know so if that's just if two people come together imagine if like thousands come (laughs) together and not just one time but like constantly you know and so um we really need to just be praying for people and praying that the enemy is casted out bro because we can't have this no more like seriously we can't yeah like imagine if that was you know our son if we had a son and that was him like what would we do Raina like (laughs) I would kill I would (laughs) burn That's what I'm especially like, you know, you're just chilling. You knew his mom was just chilling. Like, oh, my son's going out on a jog. It's not like he's going to a dangerous area where like she was worried about him. Like literally chilling. And it can happen at any time. And that's why I was crazy. I've been seeing lists of like, you know, black people can't sell CDs. They can't jog now. They can't walk. They can't be in their own house. Like, Everything is a danger and it's so scary yeah. like growing up and watching this because literally like you said when I have kids I don't I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. They're just going to stay at home. I'm a quarantine no. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if they stay at home. I that so got shot in her bed sleeping. It's so she crazy. She was asleep. It's so crazy. Like it's it's just crazy and I'm I'm telling you that's why we have to aim all of our anger towards the enemy because yeah. we can so easily aim it towards white people. And I know yeah. so many people that hate white people, but guys, yeah. it's not, it is so much bigger than that. Yeah, it is. It is, you know, especially if you are a believer, like mm-hmm. this is so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, guys, we just wanted to address that because we didn't want to go into this podcast with you guys thinking we don't see what's going on. We yeah. do and we're sickened by it too. Yeah. And we're praying Yeah, because... That's literally praying and, and, and teaching truth to people, yeah. you know, and I believe too, when people know God for real, because a lot of people, a lot of these people that are doing this say they're believers. I don't believe that. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Because, you know, if God is love and everything that you're doing is, is out of a lack of love, then do you really know Christ? Yeah. Exactly. You know, so um the biggest thing i think we're praying for is just that these people really have an encounter with god because they won't be the same and they won't be able to continue in the thoughts that they're having to get them to do these sort of actions you know 
So, yes, but we are talking about healing today. Yeah, we are, which is a perfect topic for everything that's going on right now, you know. And I'm I'm really excited to get into this topic um, because we all go through situations in our life where we're going to have to heal from. Yeah. So we wanted to, you know, just share with you guys, you know, what that has looked like in our life and how we've dealt with it and maybe some ways people are dealing with healing now Mm -hmm. and trying to heal that aren't actually working. So we want to um, just address those things with you guys because, I mean, we all go through it. Yeah. There's something traumatic in in all of our lives. Yeah, exactly. um, So Raina, what is an experience or something that's happened to you that, you know, has left you um, having to heal from? What what would you say one that you can think of? Um, hmm, this is a rough question because, you know, like everybody goes through their ups and downs. So now I'm just trying yeah. to pinpoint <laughs> one example to you. I know it's hard. It's yeah. Hard. It's, <laughs> I was thinking of when I was like, ah, I know. I'm, no. <laughs> I'm really thinking. Um, oh, let's see. Um, I think so. In our first podcast, we were talking, when we were talking about our testimony, I talked about how I got assaulted um, my senior year of college. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I had to learn how to heal from that, right? And at this point, I was... I was in my faith, but I wasn't in a walk necessarily like I am now. And so, you know, the first place that I went to, like, I didn't know if I should come to Christ with that because I hadn't talked to him for so long. I was like, you know what I look like coming up here when something bad happened. And so I was very hesitant um, to kind of lean on my faith. And so I didn't really know what to do. And so I was really lost. And so, um, I did a little bit, but I definitely, if something like this happened to me now, I would have solved it differently because when it happened to me back my senior year, and like, we're going to be talking about like different ways of healing and stuff like that. Like one thing that I, tried to one way that I tried to heal myself is by really getting like into my body and so like feeding myself good food and doing yoga and stuff like that and it helped me to an extent it helped me physically reclaim my space but mentally it didn't really help me reclaim my space and so Mm. that's something that I noticed and like although you need the combination of both like one thing isn't necessarily just going to heal you like just doing yoga and just eating healthy and just like meditating and stuff like that worked for a little bit but it it wasn't until I really got into my walk with Christ I hate to say this and like come at it from this angle but literally it wasn't until I got to my walk with Christ that I was actually like healed from it because um I did a good job at like fixing the external things like I did a good job at like grounding myself and feeling like I had more control and feeling like you know externally I was healing and getting better and eating better and so I was feeling better and stuff like that but I feel like the negative thoughts that I had during that really dark time weren't necessarily completely um weren't necessarily completely fixed you know and it wasn't really until I started getting into prayer like honestly and I've been waiting to talk about this because I've been serious in my walk for about like three four months now and um like (laughs) and I'm so serious like this you know this isn't really a testimony podcast we did that on the first one but really like you can have a testimony all the time (laughs) but like really going back and reflecting on the type of mental growth that I had 
um, it's so much different, like when you go into a prayer. And so that's why I always think that there's so many different avenues to healing, right? Like for me, I still do yoga and I still love it and it still grounds me. But at the same time, that can never be above the type of healing that I got from being in this walk. You know, that can never replace it. That can never like be above it yeah. because all of these types of dark thoughts and stuff were still present, even when I tried to meditate and stuff. And so I love it because it's the combination of prayer and like being there in that mental and that that spiritual place of healing that could have never been solved by anything else and so now like granted I still have my problems and I still have you know some PTSD and stuff like that from it but not as much as I was having before I really started to build a relationship with Christ I could tell you that a hundred thousand bajillion percent um and so I really think that that helps with healing because of the fact that you're putting yourself in this vulnerable situation and you're putting you're allowing yourself to ask for help and then believing that that help is going to be received like I did a lot of prayer and thinking because I'm reading Matthew right now with our friend Sam and um so in the Bible it talks about how Jesus healed all of these people but the kind of through line there was he would heal people just because they believed that he could heal them and that was so good because it's so true like the belief that he can heal you is what you is like half the battle and so sometimes he was like i don't even gotta visit your house like you healed because you believed and i was like and it was just so good like it's literally such a good chapter and i wrote that down because i was like you know we were trying to figure out what we wanted this podcast episode to be like and i i kept thinking i was like you know yeah i really wanted to be healing because tc had that idea and especially because when i was reading matthew i was just thinking about how applicable that still is just the fact that you can have belief and that will lead to healing and all right i'm gonna get off my soapbox now but like (laughs) no that's so good but you have to it's belief in jesus right yeah a lot of of people now today are saying just believe or just manifest or these things right Mm -hmm. but it's it we can't do it in ourselves. Yeah. We can't just manifest things. We yeah. We can't just believe things and they happen. We It's because of the source that these yeah. things happen. So, you know, I love how you said that. Like, literally, the Bible says, let it be done according to your faith. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it can be done, but do you have faith? Because if you don't have faith in Christ, it won't be done. Because then when it happens, you'll just believe that it just happened yeah and the whole purpose is that god gets the glory yeah so you know if he gives you something and you're not going to believe that it's him sometimes that's why things don't come because mm-hmm. you're just wishing a miss you yeah. know you're not you're not truly believing that um it's christ that is going to do these things so yeah. i love how you said that it's you know literally he would say like i don't even need to come to your house like it's already you know your daughter's healed yeah and literally the servants would report back to the master to the um you know owner of the house and say your daughter was healed at this exact time and it was the exact time that jesus said you know (laughs) and so but it really has to do with our belief do we believe that jesus can do these things do we believe that jesus is lord yeah you know um And I remember, just to add to your story, one time at my job when I worked at the doctor's office, this girl had a headache. And I was like, can I pray for your headache? And so I put my hands on her head and I prayed and her headache was gone. No way. And and it was crazy because like, 
even me, when I'm praying for people, I'm like, God, you better do this because <laughs> this is your people. <laughs> I am I am nervous, Lord, but like, you know, I want people to see your healing. And she was immediately healed and she still would talk about it, you yeah. know, later on. Like, yeah, uh, ask Leticia to pray for you. She prayed for my headache and it went away. <laughs> but it's not, it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the source yeah. and the belief in the source yeah and i remember her asking one time like man how come when i pray for my headache it doesn't go away and i was like do you believe that it can go away Mm -hmm. you know do you believe in the one who can take it away yeah and that's the thing sometimes we don't believe in the one who can take it away and because of that unbelief it's not gone yeah you know so it, it it definitely has to do with um, and just having a mustard seed faith, just believing that you don't even have to have great faith or great belief, just a little. Yeah. That's all he asks for, you know, to start with. Yeah. So that's really, really, really good. But um, you also said, so I know a lot of people are talking about yoga and all that stuff. And I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> but what do you mean um, when you say like, that yoga like grounds you because I hear a lot of people talking about that and I don't I don't really know what that means yeah so I actually I love talking about it because I um I do think it's interesting to incorporate like into your daily life because sometimes we have a habit of moving so quickly that we don't take a second to recognize like all of the goodness around us and so like yoga walks you through this not meditation necessarily sometimes it's a meditation but like exercises and stuff that ground you to the earth so it's like this earth that god has given you it grounds you to it and it it helps you realize like your place in it and so that's what i like about it because it like makes me firm on in the present you know and my mind moves really 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 fast and so i'm either thinking about the past or i'm thinking about Mm. the future and a lot of people have a problem with that like a lot of people aren't actually here like you know even during this podcast like you might be thinking about the groceries that you have to get later like you know like and a lot of people have um, a habit of doing that and so it's just a practice to incorporate being in the present and what I used to like about it is that I think that everything works together you know like everything works together for his glory and I feel like even little stuff just like the plants and the trees and stuff like that and I usually Mm -hmm. think about that like when I'm doing yoga like my existence and my place and being fully present in this place and also like when it comes to grounding I feel like it's more of you know, being able to see how you coexist with everything else around you, like nature, mm-hmm. your circumstances, stuff like that. Does that answer exactly. your question? I felt like that was... No, little... it, it does, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've seen that, like, a lot of, like, yoga practices are, like, um, they started in, like, different, like, Chinese and things, religions, yeah. like, Buddhism and, and all those different mm-hmm. things, so... I always like to ask each person what it means to them. Yeah. Because, you know, I've even seen some positions that they have in yoga that are supposedly like uh, related to specific animals and different things. So many different things. So that's why I like to ask. So pretty much yours is like learning to like be still kind of. Yeah. Be present and. Okay. Exactly. I just had to check because some people, you know, a lot of there's a lot of like in the especially in the christian culture there's a lot of um 
question on whether yoga is good or bad or whatever. Yeah. And so that's why I like to ask each person because some people do take it and like kind of start to worship it a little bit and like all that stuff. And like, I know a lot of people say, oh, to clear my mind. Technically, the Bible doesn't really talk about clearing our <laughs> mind too much. <laughs> we are supposed to, you know, uh, work on our thoughts and things like that with mm. the word of God and meditate on the word of God. But mm. I just wanted to ask you your sight on that. So, okay. Yeah. I understand what yours <laughs> means. Okay, cool. Um, cool. But that's okay. Sorry. I was just. <laughs> no, it's like, and I've like, I've read so many articles and stuff about, yeah. um, about it. And I think, I think that's good that you ask people because yeah, some people can take it way too far and that's not okay. Like you don't need to be putting your faith in yoga. I'm not saying that at all <laughs> like please yeah, do yeah. not do that we just talked about healing in jesus and in jesus name <laughs> <laughs> only but Listen. yeah i mean that just like helps me be in the present moment you know okay um but it's different for everybody so yeah watch that's why i like to ask i don't just want to assume that everyone's you know worshiping yoga i just need <laughs> to make sure <laughs> oh my god but um okay cool well my experience with healing who um that's a hard one to think about Mm -hmm. um let me see I'm trying to think of like what has probably been one of my most difficult situations with healing or or most traumatizing I don't know I probably maybe have a few but that's because I'm like very sensitive so I Mm -hmm. take things to an extreme sometimes Mm -hmm. um but I would say starting young Mm -hmm. um my dad leaving yes we gonna get saucy (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so my mom and my dad were together when I was little Mm -hmm. I don't know when he left, but I do know that that has been a big thing, like my whole life, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that kind of started the rejection that I always dealt with. Mm -hmm. Um, And my mom even tells me, I used to, you know, say, oh, um, you know, when is dad coming back and blah, blah, blah. And I would call him and, you know, Uh... he wouldn't answer and all these different things. So like, I really think that has a big, um, you know, working in my rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started young. So I think that that, just my dad not being there. And I know, you know, throughout my life, he's kind of popped in sporadically. Now we have a better relationship. So I will put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, he wasn't around. And so, you know, people always say healing takes time and all that stuff. It's not true because time really... I feel like has nothing to do with it because Mm -hmm. I felt the same way when I was little to when I went to college pertaining to my dad. So I don't think time has to do with it. Um, I think it sounds nice, but I don't really think that's truth. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember, so I'm not going to go too much into my dad's situation because I mean, it's not really too much to talk about, but pretty much he wasn't there growing up. And I always... um, just ran to guys and y'all can listen to our past podcast, but I always, you know, ran to guys for affirmation and mm-hmm. for, um, you know, just those different things. And, um, I remember when I got saved, so I got saved in February of 2017. It was that summer 
I, I always had the question of like, who's going to walk me down the aisle? Because like, I've always wanted to get married. So I knew I was going to get married one day. Um, but who would walk me down the aisle and all this stuff. And I remember I was in my bathtub one time, um, the summer of 2017 after I got saved. And I was asking myself that question, who's going to walk me down the aisle? Who's going to um, you know, be there, whatever. And I was like, well, it could be my cousin, but you know, eh, I don't know. Or it could be my mom. Cause you know, she was here my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just hit me and I was like, dang, like I would love it to be my dad, but we don't have that relationship, you know? And I always kind of, my dad would try when I got older, mm-hmm. but I would push him away because I'm like, bro, I live with you my, without you my whole life. I don't need yeah. you now, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how I felt, but it wasn't a healthy thought. Because I internally was hurting. Yeah. You know, and I, I was so hard, though, that I tried to act like I wasn't hurting, but I was hurting. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, I remember just being in that bathtub and, and saying, man, I wish I had a relationship with my dad. And then I just started crying, Raina. And it was just out of nowhere. And um, in that moment, I feel like the Lord was like, you need to like, let all those, let all that anger go yeah. because it was a lot of anger that I had built up over what, 21 years, you know? So, um, yeah, this was something that I was, you know, trying to heal from for over 21 years. And, um, it was just like my heart, the Bible says that your heart, um, can turn from a heart of stone into a heart of flesh, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like in that moment, I finally wanted a relationship with my dad, Mm -hmm. a relationship that I had never wanted because I was so hard, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so in that moment, it was just like all that heaviness that I carried for so long was finally like lifting off of my shoulders. And it was just crazy, that that happened because literally when that happened, I texted my dad and I was like, Hey, you know, um, I know you've been trying and I kind of push you away, but I do want to start building a relationship with you. And like that just immediately broke certain things, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I believe that the Lord used that moment to start some, to start healing in me Mm -hmm. because I had held on to those things for so long. Um, so that was something that, has I had been trying to heal from for a long time and it took until I was fully surrendered to God for him to like be able to show me how angry and how much unforgiveness I had um and then after that so that was the first step in my healing but after that we actually met and we had dinner together and we were together for like hours and he literally just shared everything with me Raina from from when he was born until like now. <laughs> and like, I mean, and he was honest. He told about, you know, different, cause my mom um, told me different things. And, and I asked him about those things and he was like, oh yeah, she's right. I did that. And I was like, wow. And he, so he was really honest, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just think that, you know, it, it, that coupled with um, the Lord kind of, you know, lifting those things off of my shoulder really started the healing process. Mm -hmm. And I know everyone isn't always able to go and reconcile with that person because maybe they're, you know, maybe they're dead or maybe they're gone and they're not here anymore. Um, But, you know, if they are here, like, I feel like that was such a big part 
to play in my healing that if they are still here and you're struggling with that, try to reconcile with them. Yeah. Because I don't know what I would have done if that happened, but he wasn't here anymore. Yeah. I probably would have been really mad at myself for letting it go on for so long, you know? Mm. Um, but I'm glad that he is still here and that we can, you know, build that relationship now. And, um, yeah, so that was kind of my healing experience with one situation. Um, but like you said, it really didn't happen until I was really walking with the Lord because before I just filled it with guys and, um, you know, life and working and all these different things. And although it, those things helped temporarily, it could never fix, you know, my internal issues. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's yeah that's that's my story (laughs) yeah I mean and that's so good too because it's it's hard to get past that place of like not even hate but of hurt to reach out to people you know but it is such an important part of the healing process like yeah and like you were saying sometimes that's not able to happen but when it is if you feel it especially if you feel it in your soul and like you feel like you're being told to do that at least you heated to it you know imagine if you were like "Mm -mm, no you know yeah then how how your life would be different yeah and I do believe the Lord has to you know break those different things off of you in order for you to fully walk with him yeah because you know there's been certain things I've been through these past two years where he's literally breaking off all the things I grew up doing you know cutting people off quickly and all those things like He's breaking those things. And if I didn't let him break that area, I probably wouldn't like it probably would have rippled into a lot of other areas. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, so, it, you know, I'm glad that it happened. But, you know, everyone's healing story <clears throat> is different, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that the similarity in our stories is the fact that um god is the one who has done the healing he's the one who's changed those thoughts you know um and he's the one who has turned our hearts of stone into hearts of flesh hearts that can feel yeah because we we've a lot of us have grown up with really hard hearts whether you know it be from your father leaving or from you know uh an incident that's happened or just whatever the the situation is like the only one that can heal it is the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. And I'm interested too, how much um, do you think that hurt is associated with healing? Because you said that, you know, when you were growing up and you grew out of things, you lost people. So, you you know, you lost certain friends or you lost mm-hmm. certain people that you used to hang out with or, um, I don't know, just by developing a different mentality and a different relationship with lord how much of that also was you shedding you know how much of healing is shedding so do you mean shedding as in like people or what shedding what how so yeah like people your hard heart like your old self like all of those Mm. types of things um that's a good question i don't know okay I would say that, like, I definitely had to shed different relationships, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily um, pertaining to my healing as much. Mm -hmm. It was kind of more so, like, when I gave my life to Christ, right, like, 
you start to talk about different things and you start to desire different things. And because you desire new things, you kind of find a friend group that desires the same things. Mm. And, you know, if your old friend group doesn't necessarily desire those things, you may not, um, you know, have as much to talk about with those people anymore. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. For me, I don't really, I mean, I think the natural things happened, like losing, you know, high school friends and things like that, because you're, you move on to college and you Mm -hmm. find new friends. But um, I don't know. I don't think really, you know, losing friends and things had to do too much with my healing Mm -hmm. um, in the situation with my dad. Now, with other situations in healing, I definitely had to drop a few friends just because they were hindrances on me and they were... um, feeding into not only like my sinful life but Mm -hmm. like just you know letting go of those things that I held on to as crutches for a long time yeah yeah um and a lot of things were crutches for me I had a best friend growing up and she was a crutch Mm -hmm. and the Lord you know we weren't friends for three years and I never thought we were going to be friends again but the Lord had to separate us in order for me to realize that I wasn't fully depending on him I was depending on her for everything. I would go to her with my problems and then God. And God is a jealous God, you know? So if there's anything that is standing in the way between you guys, he he might have to separate that. And he could bring it back together at some point. He might not. Mm -hmm. You know, thankfully, me and my best friend are friends again. But he did have to separate us for three years in order for us to truly depend on him. Yeah. Um. So that was, you know, that was, there's definitely been some relationships I had to get rid of, but, um, a lot of it had more so to do with me trying to live for Christ Mm -hmm. rather than my healing. Some did, but most were more so from my relationship with God. What about you? Yeah, no, I think the same. And the main reason I was wondering is because I've seen a lot of like quotes where it's like, you know, to grow is going to require pain or like healing is going to require hurt, you know, all of those different things. So I was just curious. Um, But I do. I mean, I think healing's hard, like being vulnerable, that vulnerable and in that place is really hard. (laughs) And sometimes there is going to be hurt before, you know, what whatever comes out of it but I mean I think same to you the relationships that I've lost ended up helping with my healing eventually not from certain situations but just my overall growth as a person because of the fact that sometimes in order to heal you have to take yourself out of toxic situations you know and sometimes people be trying to heal in the same situations that they're trying to heal from like you know if you're trying to heal from this situation you're not going to do yourself any good if you're still there you know and so I think that a certain element of loss has to come with healing, whether that be losing like your um your really, really like heart of what's it called? Like your heart, heart of stone. stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whether it's losing friends or losing old patterns that you had, you know, and a lot of people want to heal, but want to hold on to certain things at the same yes. time. And you can't do that. You can't do both. Like, no, you know. You got to drop some stuff in order to hold on to new things. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I wanted to talk about, too, some ways that, you know, people are um, trying to heal. So we've talked about, you know, coming to God and his his word for healing. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's worked for us and we know it works 
because we've seen it and because we read about it. And, um, but I know today a lot of people are into crystals and, you know, sage and like I said earlier, manifesting. And, um, I have a problem with that. I'm just going to be honest because, and I researched it because I was like, let me get some facts before I, you know, come to the, to the podcast and, and talk about crystals. But yeah. You know, I just researched it and I was like, well, what are they for? And all there's different crystals, right, that go with different characteristics, kind of. So Mm -hmm. like one might be for joy, one might be for peace, one Mm -hmm. might be for healing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just um, crazy to me that we feel more comfortable going to some rocks um, for healing than we do going to God. Yeah. You know, and 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 this isn't a bash to anyone because remember, like crystals and sage and all that, like those those aren't your identity. You might use them, but they're not your identity. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to talk about those things because a lot of people, even believers, are using those things, and I I think we have to address that because guys, like those things are just decoys for the real thing. Yeah, you know, like we are we are. Um, trying to heal and we think that these things because they're physical I think that's the thing like because we can physically see them we can physically touch them um I think that sometimes that can like you know help us to feel like oh since this is in front of me this must work yeah but that's not the case and you know I really challenge you if you use crystals if you use sage to ward off whatever if you to have good energy whatever like Mm those things come in Christ. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, if you just use, you know, sage and different things for the smell, whatever, but like, if you are using it, you know, to manifest off certain things to ward off unclean spirits and things like you're actually doing the opposite. You're actually bringing those things in. And there's so like in Africa, sage is a really big thing in witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, Sometimes we use certain things and um, they seem harmless to us, but sometimes we have to really look into that and say, okay, is this a distraction or is this actually of God? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and I know that these things aren't of God because they're taking the place of God. Yeah. I mean, Um, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And that's not the point of it, you know? Um, You know, just like God gives us, you know, pastors and things like that to, to, teach us and to preach to us it's not a replacement for us going to God ourselves. yeah and that's the whole purpose that Jesus came so that we can have relationship with him mm-hmm. without a mediator Jesus is the mediator but you know no um no person on earth right now is the mediator you yeah. know yeah and so I just really wanted to address that because I see it so much like yoga meditation all that stuff is a really hot topic right now yeah but just remember y'all like go to Jesus like those things are not a replacement for him yeah you know um meditate in his word meditation is all over the bible but meditating in his word Mm -hmm. because that's what changes you and I I saw a quote one time it says like the bible is the only bible or sorry not that the bible is the only book um that you don't just read but it reads you yeah that's very you know Um, and it doesn't just, you don't just read it, but it transforms you. Yeah. You know, so I know, 
you know, we're all trying to heal. We're all trying to find joy. We're all trying to find peace. All of those things come from the word of God, not from crystals, not from sage, not from Mm -hmm. manifesting just ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because we have no power behind those manifestations. Yeah, exactly. You know, the power comes from the source that we're believing in. Yeah. Um, No, I mean, and that makes sense. And like, I think you hit it right on the head because I don't think that any of that should be a substitute. You know what I mean? And so a lot of the times, like, people place it as a substitute. And speaking from experience, like, it, I mean, it didn't work for, it didn't work for me by itself. You know what I mean? And I feel like it wasn't until I truly had a relationship with God that I began to feel myself actually healing. Um, But it's interesting, too, because, like, so my background, so, like, my grandpa, he's Puerto Rican, and so I grew up in a Santeria household, which is, like, it's the combination of Christianity, so, like, Catholicism, and then Mm -hmm. also um, Yoruba traditions that come from, like, Africa. And um, so it was interesting because when I was a kid, like, you know, we would pray all the time and stuff like that and go to church and go to mass and everything. But then we also would have various traditions where, like, you would have to cleanse yourself um, with this, like, I can't, I don't even know what it's called. It's not a concoction, I guess. But it's basically (laughs) something that someone made in order to, like, Mm -hmm. ward off, like, bad spirits and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. it was interesting because I lived in, like, both world you know so I lived in like the world where you know you believe in Christ and Christ alone but then you also have like various traditions you know that you follow and so that's why I'm always hesitant because it's like you don't want to place anything above that like you don't want to place anything above going to God with all of your problems because like you can't be going to sage like sage is not going to answer you (laughs) but at the same time it's like I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Because I'm also about honoring traditions, too. And so, like, if in your house you use sage to ward off spirits, but you still pray, yeah. then, like, you know, how do you balance that? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it even talks about it in the Bible. Like, are your traditions of men higher mm-hmm. than the ways of God? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that um, if we're using, so just for the example you just said, if we're mm-hmm. using you know, different things to ward off spirits, then what is God there for? Yeah. You know, you only, and that's the thing, even those things can become idols because he is the way, the truth, right? And like, Mm -hmm. if we are using other things and we're saying that, okay, yeah, you're, you are God, but we also need this. And Mm -hmm. he's like, no, I'm enough by myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, I think sometimes we can even minimize God in the sense that we feel like we need extra things in order to do what God alone can do. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, although, you know, people have traditions, we first need to see, okay, is this tradition of God? Mm -hmm. Because some of those things like cleansing yourself with whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. making potions and whatever, like that could easily be considered witchcraft. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I'm not saying that what you are doing is because I don't know exactly what it is. But Mm -hmm. like, you know, I think just really sitting and saying, okay, God, asking God, like he'll answer you, number one. But also, secondly, reading his word, you know, we only need him in the Mm -hmm. word of God, which I mean, he is the word of God. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, traditions are cool, but not when they interfere with the job that God alone can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times those things 
um, you know, certain traditions do interfere with the, you know, job that God has to do. And, and again, the Bible clearly states so many times that our God is a jealous God, Yeah. you know? And so if we're trying to use him and something that, and is, the idol, that other, that other thing, we're trying to put God in these things in the same boat. And he's like, but there's only one God, Mm -hmm. you know? And so hopefully that answers your question. But I think sometimes a lot of traditions interfere with actually us fully allowing God to be God Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they can become idols. Um, So I would just say that. And, and, you know, we don't see it externally here a lot, but like I said, in Africa, like I had a friend from um, Nigeria and she would just tell me about the different things, like how much witchcraft is done externally over there. And like I said, we don't see a lot of that stuff here, but it happens mm. all day, every day. But it's not as external as in Africa or even Hispanic countries, mm-hmm. um, you know, just other countries in general. Because I remember I went on a missions trip a few years ago and there was a lady that lived behind the church that would do witchcraft on the community. You know, it's it's a serious thing and we kind of joke about it a lot in yeah. America, but it's happening here, too. It's just not as external, Yeah. you know, and so a lot of those things that we, you know, see as just normal things like, oh, I'm using sage or, oh, I'm using this. A lot of those things are used in other countries specifically for witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we have to really study on those things before we go and buy something, before we go and and and, and use certain things um, like crystals and things like that, which, again, I don't think are of God. Um, mm-hmm. We have to really do our research. I would say that. Mm-hmm. But um, I hope that this is a really informative and really good podcast. Um, yeah. We just wanted to really bring some truth to you guys and. Um, we really wanted to just share how we've healed and how, and what is not of God that some people are (laughs) using today because it's really important. And, and that's really been on my heart heavily lately. Um, just crystals and all those things, because I've been seeing it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and even, especially, you know, when things are not of God, when like, even like, I mean, everywhere you look, they're talking about meditation and all these different things. And like, like you said, yours is a different thought in the in meditation, but mm. the meditation that a lot of people are doing is like, you know, trying to clear their mind and all that stuff. And, and the fact that it's so widespread, I feel like shows that this is not of God because something that is of God will not get that much, much attention, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so um, yeah, I just hope that, you know, this helps someone in that um you understand our hearts when we're, you know, when we're talking about these different things. It's not to bash anyone. It's not, it's, it's to bash items, yeah. but not people, you yeah. know, because these things are not of God. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you guys. We hope this, um, you know, helps you. And if you just, you know, need anything, prayer, um, you want to hear more on, you know, just anything, any, any of our healing experiences or whatever, just let us know. We'll leave our names in the description and, um, we love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. All right. Bye guys. Okay. Bye.